0: Wham glam. Thank you, ma'am. Welcome back to the Barbie Trap House with your favorite brunette Barbie. Let's get into it. The day I started this podcast, I had a list of ideas of things I wanted to talk about, and this was at the very top of that list. It's five o'clock in the morning. I've been working all night. Grab your lemon water and salt. It's time to tell the dumpster body story. Before we start, for legal reasons, this is just from what I heard. No one can say really what happened except for the people involved, and that's not me. This is what was told to me. We're going to kick this off with a little background on the characters of this story. I'll introduce them as they come along so you don't get confused. First, we have my neighbors. We'll call them Marie and Harry. So Marie is dating Harry, and they live in the apartment right next to mine. Marie and Harry are both married, but like to other people... It's a weird situation. Anyway, Marie and Harry are recovering meth addicts, so good for them. This all started when I moved into my apartment complex. I was going through a breakup and had to move on super short notice, so I found this place and it was nice enough, so I signed a 12-month lease and got all moved in. In two weeks, so not a lot of time to scope out the area. Everything seemed normal at first. I met Marie while I was moving in. She was outside on her patio smoking a cigarette and introduced herself. Sweet older lady, thick Cajun accent, and a ton of cat food by her door, which is why there were always these orange cats around the apartment. Marie got in trouble by the complex a few times for feeding them, but she never stopped. I quickly became a crazy cat lady and spent hours naming these stray cats with Marie. It was after I was completely moved in and finally done with the chaos of trying to haul a heavy pullout couch I swear was a 1,000 pounds up a flight of stairs when I met Harry. Now's a good time to give you a little layout of my apartment. So the way it's set up are there are four doors to each house. There's two halves, upstairs and downstairs. All of the doors are on ground level, so my stairs are inside of my apartment. It's weird. I know. So I was taking a shower and I heard banging. I couldn't really tell if they were coming from my door or someone else's. I just finished my shower and proceeded with life as usual. And five minutes later, I heard more bangs. The water is off and the room is quiet, so... I know they're coming from my door this time. I looked through the peephole. It was the lady who lived under slash beside me, who I met earlier and was moving out the next day. I was in a towel. My makeup was running down my face and she goes, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I was like, it's okay. What's wrong? Well, I guess my shower just completely flooded her apartment and her bed was soaked. I ran up, put clothes on really quick and came back down and waited with her for the maintenance guy to get there. Harry saw us waiting outside and came to see what we were doing out there at midnight. My first encounter with Harry was an interesting one. He walks out and says, "Oh, you must be the new girl in this super thick accent." And I was like, "Yep, yeah, that's me." And he goes, "Marie was telling me you work in a dentist office. Can you tell me if this doctor is just trying to steal my money or if I really need my wisdom teeth taken out?" And proceeded to open his mouth and <laughs> show me his teeth. Kids don't do drugs. Meth mouth is real and it's not cute. So I basically told him I was just an orthodontic assistant, so I can't really give him that advice since I just work with braces all day. And he went on some rant about how his meth addiction completely ruined his jawbone and he needed to get all of his teeth removed. He said his piece and left weird. Welcome to the neighborhood speech. But I guess he just really wanted to know if he was getting scanned by the healthcare system. So that's Harry. A few days after my first night, I was introduced to Marie's son and daughter-in-law. We'll call them uh, Jimmy and Sabrina. A little backstory on them. They have a total of six kids, all of which have been taken by Child Protective Services at one point or another due to Jimmy and Sabrina's drug addictions. I met them a few weeks after I moved in. Sabrina was pregnant and Jimmy was over asking Marie if they could stay with them for a while. Since Sabrina was pregnant, Marie said sure, and a few nights later, they were gone. I found out a day later that Sabrina woke up in the middle of the night thinking she was going into labor, but she had just taken a bunch of over-the-counter sleeping pills, so Marie took her to the hospital, and she was saying how she didn't want to be pregnant anymore. She didn't want to live, so she was induced that night. The baby was taken by Child Protective Services since he was born with drugs in his system, and Jimmy and Sabrina were kicked out because the deal was no drugs, and Marie found out they were using again. So that's all the more important characters. Just to recap, in case anyone is lost, Marie and Harry are my neighbors, and Jimmy and Sabrina are Marie's son and daughter-in-law. I started going over to Marie and Harry's apartment every day when I got home from work. I was pretty good friends with them. Fast forward a few months, I was completely settled into the apartment and living in a new town when a giant ice storm struck, giant for Oklahoma anyway, and I didn't have power for over 24 hours. So I was staying with a friend, I got off work and called Marie. I asked her if the power was on yet, and she responded with, Yeah, the power's back on, but if any detectives come to your door, don't answer. I asked her why, and she told me that Jimmy and Sabrina were involved in a missing persons case, so just to be safe, don't answer any knocks at my door unless I know who the person was. I didn't ask any more questions, I just said, Okay, and hung up. I thought that would be the end of it, and life would continue as normal. Well... I was wrong. Now is time to introduce our final character, my neighbor, who I'll call Amber. Amber moved into the apartment of the lady whose bed got soaked after my shower the first night I moved in. Amber is relevant because this next part is what she saw and heard then told me. So I was coming home from work and I noticed Marie wasn't outside. Marie was always sitting on her porch smoking a cigarette every day when I got home from work. It was like clockwork. I got home from work Talked to Marie for a few hours. We fed the cats and went inside every single night. So I was super confused and saw Amber outside. So I asked if she knew why Marie wasn't out on her porch. I'm going to address the elephant in the room real quick. I know it's a weird dynamic. <coughs> okay. Me and my neighbors are very close. <laughs> Amber told me to come inside because she had a story to tell me. She told me that Marie and Harry were just taken away by the police. I was like, uh, what? So she then told me that Harry was taken first to get questioned. And when he got dropped back off, he told Amber everything. Harry isn't the brightest crayon in the box and probably shouldn't have been telling this to anyone, but he did. And now I'm telling you, this is where it gets juicy. So, Jimmy and Sabrina were staying in a motel since they were using again, and someone needed somewhere to stay for the night, then gave them heroin as payment for letting them stay there. Odd form of payment, but okay. So, the next day, they found out this person had lice and tried to get them to go, but this person refused to leave the hotel room. So, Jimmy and Sabrina were there trying to figure out what to do, and then this person OD'd. Jimmy and Sabrina both had warrants, so they refused to call the police. This person died and was laying there for two days before they did anything. So after two whole days, they decided to put the body in a trash bag and drive over to the apartment complex I live in at two o'clock in the morning. They knock on the door and Harry answers. He then proceeds to help them put this dead body in my dumpster. I can see this dumpster from my window. It's like no more than 50 feet from my front door. The body was there for about four days before the garbage truck came and took everything in my dumpster, including the trash bag, to the dump site. In this four-day period, I took my trash out. I had just gotten off work and was doing some cleaning around the house. I had not a care in the world. Everything was going for me. I remember I was happy. I had just gotten another magazine I was in, sent to me in the mail. Everything was good. Really puts life into perspective. I'm not saying that every good day you have is contrasted by a dead body being in your dumpster, but you get it. They were completely in the clear until Jimmy started talking to some of his friends about what had happened, and one of them went to the police. Honestly, to this day, I still think they would have gotten away with it if they hadn't said anything. The police are still looking for the body and haven't found it yet. So, there I am, sitting on Amber's couch after work, having another great day when she just casually dropped this bombshell on me it would be different if the dynamic of our neighbor relationship type thingy was just saying hello every once in a while but I talked to these people for hours every day we were friends I had dinner with them it's crazy to think that the last time I would see Harry would be earlier that morning when I said hi before going to work like I did every morning I never could have known that would be the last time Kind of makes me wonder what other things I do in my life every day that I could be doing for the last time. I think about that a lot, actually, but on a much smaller scale. I try to always put songs I think of out of the blue in some playlist I call random songs I remember periodically because I'm terrified of the idea of doing something for the last time. So that playlist of chaotically put together songs is kind of my way of coping with the feeling of last times. Anyway, this isn't my therapy session. Carrying on. A few weeks later, I looked up Harry and Marie's names on the interweb and found out they were both charged with unlawful removal of a dead body and conspiracy. Marie got out on bail and came over to the apartment because she needed to get her stuff and wanted to say hi to me again. I talked to her for about an hour, and during this conversation, she told me the state, city, and street Jimmy and Sabrina were living at at the time, so I don't know if they're still there or what, but... There's that. As far as I know, currently Jimmy and Sabrina are still on the run and Harry is in jail. Amber and I still talk about the incident every time we see each other taking the trash out. I feed the cats alone now. Thank you so, so much for listening. Today, I got my first one-star review, which is kind of a badge of honor in the podcast community and reads as follows. Gave me 13-year-old girl vibes. The girl's voice was like nails on a chalkboard. God-awful. The story time felt like a 13-year-old girl left to her own devices and then had to give a class presentation. Don't know why this was a recommendation. So, thank you, CC760511, for the constructive criticism. But on a serious note, to all of the people listening, not everyone can make light of negative comments like these And be sure to remember there are real people on the other side of the content you watch. So stay as pretty on the inside as you are on the outside and think before you send. Anyway, I decided after reading that, I wanted to use my platform to focus on some more positivity we've gotten since starting this journey. Sooner Girl Net said, greatest podcast ever. (laughs) Rogan has some competition. I don't know about that. And Asessa said, I was impressed with the first episode and I can't wait to see where this goes. Thank you both so very much for the positive comments. I'm going to try and do some positive reviews at the end of each episode. But for now, here's some advice. If you're going to try and get away with something, don't tell anybody about it. That wraps up this episode. Make sure to subscribe and check out my Instagram, McKinsey with six zeros. Peace up. A town down.